0: Good afternoon, everyone, or I guess it might be morning or night when you're listening to this, but uh, this is episode 29 of Under Further Review with Burke and Jen. I'm Burke. I'm Jen. And uh, today we've got a uh, basically a three-minute warning holiday special for everybody um, since there's a lot of kind of little things going on, it seems. Um, no huge cases to talk about, although there was that excellent story on Sports Illustrated about Clinton Portis and his bankruptcy woes um, that we may get into maybe next week. Um, But with that, I think we're going to dive right in um, on Venus Williams, who um, I think, did she get knocked out of Wimbledon or is she still playing? No, she's
1: still playing. Spoiler alert, I guess. (laughs) I think she won her first round match this morning.
0: Um, But just prior, about a a month ago, um, before Wimbledon, but after she got knocked out of the French Open, she was involved in a fatal car accident um, near her home in Florida. Um, where she was uh, driving through an intersection, got stopped because of traffic ahead of her, and then was T-boned by a woman named Linda Barson, whose husband was also in the car with her, Jerome. Um, 78-year-old man, after two weeks in the hospital and multiple surgeries, he passed away. Uh, Mrs. Barson is still alive, and um, they, the family is suing Venus Williams for wrongful death. Um, but she is not at this point being charged with any criminal liability, although the police report did say that she was um, responsible or at fault for invading the right of way of the Barson's car. Um, so, Jen, you and I were talking about this before the podcast started. It really seems like there are more questions than answers with this accident like we kept trying to visualize how in the hell this happened because reports are that Venus Williams is only driving about five miles an hour Mm -hmm. um there is some question as to whether she ran a red light or just um you know proceeded when the light was green but then everything stopped in front of her and as a driver you do have a responsibility not to drive into an intersection that you don't know you can get out of before the light turns um but it looks like Mrs. Barson T-boned her with some force based on the photographs we've seen. So,
1: yeah. Um, so I, that's the, that's the thing that was puzzling to me. So, uh, the Barsons have essentially alleged that Venus was driving at a high rate of speed and, um, and she was distracted and not paying attention. Uh, that to me seems to counter. And I think witnesses also said that she had run, run the red light and maybe that's why she was speeding, But I think common sense says that if you can't get through an intersection, why would you speed towards it, right? It doesn't make any sense. And if she were blocking an intersection... Um, at the time and the light was green for the Barsons like you would be able to see that there's cars in the intersection so you might not be like trying to speed through there uh, yourself but the pictures um, that I saw on TMZ this morning did show like the front end of the Barsons Hyundai Accent like basically crushed in both air bags had deployed and i think they only deploy if you're going over a certain a certain speed, speed yeah. yeah so it's really interesting i'm not really sure exactly how how this all kind of played out because it doesn't it, like trying to recreate it in my own head doesn't seem to make a whole lot of sense um So the Barsons have sued for, you know, unspecified damages for the loss of companionship for Mr. Barson, loss of family earnings, pain, suffering, and medical and funeral expenses. I'm not really sure what the family earnings would have been, as you noted earlier. Mr. Barson, I think, was in his late 70s at the time that he passed away, so I wasn't really sure what he was employed doing, um... At the time if he had a job,
0: sure, unless there's some argument that maybe he had a pension, or um, I don't exactly know how social security benefits work, but if there was some kind of um, benefit that he was receiving that now his family won't receive, I suppose they could make an argument um, there. What seems really odd to me is Mrs. Barson has said that you know, she was she her light turned green and she proceeded, and then Venus Williams all of a sudden darted out in front of her and she didn't have time to stop. Um, Which, Jen, to your point, seems really weird because why would Venus Williams speed through a red light into an intersection where there was traffic stopped? Mm -hmm. Um,
1: And then why would you proceed through a green light if you're the Barsons at a high rate of speed when you know that there are cars in the intersection? Exactly.
0: Um, The police have said there's no evidence that Venus Williams was under the influence of drugs or alcohol or was using her cell phone at the time. Um, It looks like they're just really saying she's responsible you know, at fault because she got stuck in the middle of the intersection, shouldn't have proceeded if she couldn't get out of the way. Um, I
1: think oops, the police, there. oh, sorry. I think the police report did say that she was traveling at like five miles per hour.
0: Right. So, um, it seems like the, 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 pictures were kind of shocking because you think like, oh, well, it's a pretty slow speed crash. I have seen Saturn's that the entire front end accordions, mm-hmm. even if you're going like 20 miles yeah, an hour, true. but, um. I don't know that Hondas have the same issue.
1: Well, and Venus Williams was driving a Toyota Sequoia, which is a large SUV. And I think one of the problems when you're driving like a sedan, you sort of slide under the SUV and you can get like the front ends get crushed that way as opposed to um, maybe something that's more traditional if you're like sedan on sedan crime or something. Um, So there
0: are legal experts in particular. Michael McCann from Sports Illustrated has... um, have opined that Venus Williams probably won't be charged with any significant crime, maybe a misdemeanor for reckless driving. Um, I think that's a misdemeanor in Florida, but maybe I'm wrong. Um, But that she, um, you know, given that she was driving at a—the cops have found that she was driving at a slow rate of speed, she was not impaired, um, she wasn't looking at her cell phone, that there's a pretty low chance that that's going to happen if she is two of the, I guess, crimes she could be charged with are reckless driving, um, which under Florida law is a willful or wanton disregard for the safety of persons or property. Um, and so, if they can prove that she knew there was a red light, sped through the intersection anyway, and then got stuck there, then mm-hmm. presumably she would be charged. She could be charged with reckless reckless driving. Um, another option, which is a really serious crime, is vehicular homicide. Yes which um is basically uh you are engaged in reckless driving and you kill someone um so i would think on the one hand if they want to charge her with reckless driving and this guy died um v- vehicular homicide might be on the table but it does seem like a real stretch for somebody who by the police's own reports was driving at a slow speed mm-hmm. and just made a mistake you know she didn't
1: by being in the intersection right. when she had been Um, Yeah, and and it sounds like the kinds of injuries that uh, that he ultimately succumbed to were very serious injuries, and it makes me wonder if he was actually wearing a seatbelt at the time, because it was significant head trauma, and his spine snapped in half, according to one of the articles that I read, so that's...
0: I mean knowing older men um I it would not surprise me to find out that he did not have a seatbelt on so not to generalize but um but yet you're I mean that aside it does sound like those injuries or wouldn't have taken place mm-hmm. if he'd been wearing a seatbelt Yeah, and, and
1: if there was an airbag too I mean well, Ray, isn't there
0: an issue with, I, knock on wood, have not been in a severe car accident, but, I mean, isn't there a danger if you don't have your seatbelt on, even if you're like a full-grown adult, that if you're in an accident, oh, the airbag blows, blows up in up your me. face, it'll you'll actually get injured worse?
1: worse? Um, Possibly. The whole seatbelt thing is very speculative on my end. I yeah. was just curious as to, like, the severity of his injuries, given that I honestly... If the accounts are correct, people weren't moving at, you know, extremely high rates of speed or no. anything. Um, Venus Williams has come out and she um, issued a statement via Facebook, I think.
0: Oh, you so. Yeah. indicating how upset she was. have some typos, which was kind of disappointing given that she's supposed to be saying she's sorry that she was involved in an accident that killed somebody, but in any event...
1: Um, and then this morning, when she was being interviewed in either the post-game or pre—I think it was the post-match uh, interview at Wimbledon, she did start—she uh, became very upset when people asked her about this. She answered the questions, but she was just visibly upset, and, um, you know, who knows the impact that this can have on someone. I mean, you know, you're responsible for for someone dying, yeah. and even if you're not technically at fault, I can't imagine that she doesn't feel that way. I mean, just sure. as it's just human nature, right? Um,
0: well, hopefully she can refocus her energy on Serena's baby. That's going to save us all. So, um,
1: I thought that's what the Bay twins were doing.
0: It's the three of them. They're like the, um, Harry, Ron and Hermione (laughs) of real life.
1: (laughs) Okay. Um, yeah. Okay. Well, yeah, then she can be an awesome aunt to our, our future savior. Um, but I think at this point there's just a civil case,
0: um, (laughs) sort of hanging out there it'll be interesting to see where that goes. Um, As I think we've talked about before, you know, sometimes there is a desire on the part of celebrities to just kind of settle matters like this Um, instead of going to court, get it, you know, just kind of get the whole thing over with, but not really admitting any guilt. And it does sound at this point like her lawyers are taking the position that it's a tragic accident, but that this isn't her fault. Mm -hmm. Um, So
1: we will keep an eye on how this plays
0: out and give you any updates as they come along.
1: Um, our next story, and there's no really easy way to um, transition from something as tragic as this, is something as seemingly petulant as Cristiano Ronaldo. What
0: a baby. <laughs> anyway. Um,
1: so Cristiano Ronaldo is a striker for Real Madrid, and he is one of the highest paid soccer players in the world. He is the
0: world's highest paid athlete, apparently. He even beat out LeBron. Oh,
1: he makes 82.5 million euros a year, which is equates to 400,000 euros a week. Jesus. So uh, Spain is, I don't know what's up with Spain, but they basically have been investigating a ton of soccer players for tax fraud and tax evasion. So Messi was um, recently convicted of fraud and sentenced to 21 months in jail that no one thinks that he'll serve because in Spain, apparently if you are sentenced to less than two years and the fact that this is Messi's first criminal... Offense, uh, You don't serve the time. And Neymar was uh, similarly being investigated for um, tax evasion and tax fraud. His has to do with his transfer fees from his team previously, which I can't remember what it is, to, uh, to Barcelona. But now it's Cristiano Ronaldo's turn. Um, they're accusing him of not paying about $16.5 million mm-hmm. in taxes. It's four counts of tax fraud, um, and they're alleging that he used a shell company in the Virgin Islands, Ireland, Colombia, and Panama, which uh, that's what he used to shelter some of his money from, like, basically rights to his image. And,
0: um... and apparently this is a um, similar structure as um, brought-down messy.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, so I think that maybe if they were emboldened by the fact that they were able to win a conviction against Messi, they decided to go after Ronaldo as well. Um, I mean, this is uh, these these individuals bring a great deal of money, I bet, into Spain because they are such global athletes and global icons. I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo has a $1 billion contract with Nike. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> So, he needs all that money with all those kids he's having. That's true. So recently, uh, the FIFA Confederations Cup was taking place, and uh, Ronaldo left his team to go and be at the side of his brand new twins. Uh, was it a boy and a girl? I believe so. Yeah. Uh, this is his third child, or third...
0: Second and third second
1: children. Second and third children um, via the use of surrogates. Uh, there's. Christians. I
0: don't think that first baby... I don't know that his mother knew she was signing up to be a surrogate, though.
1: Oh, like, she thought that she was in a relationship with Ronaldo, Perhaps. and then he was like, no, you're just
0: carrying babies for me. That's sort of what it sounded like. Cristiano Ronaldo, I don't think, has ever... Certainly, the the woman who gave birth to that child has not spoken publicly, and I don't know that Cristiano Ronaldo has either, because he was dating Irina Shayk at the time, is my recollection, mm-hmm. who now has a baby with Bradley Cooper. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. But uh, I got from the news reports that came out at the time, it didn't sound like she thought she was just kind of like carrying his child and then was to disappear into the ether for all time. Anyway, sorry.
1: Um, I'm assuming that she got a pretty good payout um, because if she hasn't been heard from again. It's true, yeah. or she's dead, or but. yeah, she's infected pigs, or something like horrible like that. Um, but uh, again, um, Sports Illustrated Michael McCann's just been hitting it this week because he had a, lot a going on. No, so he has a pretty good article, um, about basically how these tax issues for these soccer players are playing out. And um, in Spain, apparently, there's something known as the Beckham Rule that was basically, I think it expired in like the end of 2014, early 2015, and that's when they started going after soccer players for sort of um, placing money in shell companies and, and not paying their due taxes in Spain, where, you know, Ronaldo and Messi and Neymar all work and uh, live, presumably. So, but I mean, so there's the tax fraud and tax evasion issue um, that, you know, piques our interest because of the legal uh, ramifications, but... Cristiano Ronaldo is so... He was so incensed by the fact that Spain was going after him that he's threatening to leave Real Madrid. Wow. He's like, if you guys don't appreciate me, I'm out. I don't need to be here anymore. Was he going
0: to come play for the LA Galaxy now?
1: No. So... <sighs> I guess there's been debate as to how serious he is about it and whether or not this is actually linked to, like, other things about, you know, how Zinedine Zidane is, like, moving pieces around and whether he feels that his role is being diminished, et cetera, et cetera. Or
0: he might get head-butted in the chest.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, but, I mean, you know, he did just sign that new giant contract with Real not that long ago, and he... I mean, Real Madrid has come off this amazing season where they won La Liga and they also won Champions League. Uh, it's back-to-back wins for their Champions League um, season or wins. So, I mean, he's really like kind of on this crest of you know playing amazing soccer and being very popular and being you know triumphant. And for this, I, I guess maybe that's why he's feeling so incensed. But for some reason, I kind of feel like he is really sensitive about these things.
0: He does seem like a bit of a... I don't want to use the term snowflake because it's really been appropriated by some terrible people, <laughs> but yeah, he does seem like he has uh he's a very sensitive person.
1: Yeah. Um, I haven't watched the documentary that he produced. Uh, that might just be on my list of things to watch just to see if the things that I'm saying about him are actually in fact true. But, um... Yeah, he doesn't feel like he's being appropriately appreciated by the country of Spain. So he's like, I'm out. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, he apparently this
0: is just, to, I think, wrap this up in 2016. So a lot of this information about the various football players um, and their tax issues has come to light as part of what they call the football leaks, um, which Forbes has compared to the Panama Papers of <laughs> soccer Um and after Cristiano Ronaldo's name came up there, um, and apparently he was asked about his thoughts on this, to which he responded, there are a lot of innocent people in jail, and I feel a bit like that. You know you didn't do anything wrong. And then they say you did something wrong. And that noise you hear is me rolling my eyes at him, <laughs> comparing himself to innocent people who were in jail. Um, it seems like a little extreme. But, um, yeah, listen, he just he has his feelings, and he is feeling them, and that's how Cristiano Ronaldo lives his life. So,
1: yeah, he is—he is one sensitive soul. This is
0: it's interesting guy. But <laughs> um,
1: anyway, yeah. So we'll see if he's still with Real Madrid at the beginning of the season, which is I think in late August, or if some other. Like club is going to pony up a great deal of money, not only in fees, but also for his salary.
0: Right, I wonder if he could go play in Serie A. Like, why not go to Italy? They don't Mm -hmm. have... My experience with them is they're not great about (laughs) records keeping, so I'm sure he could do whatever he wanted with his income and they would not figure it out.
1: Yeah, uh, the most recent rumors had him going back to Manchester United where he played before moving on to Real Madrid, but... Yeah, I don't How would he and
0: Wayne Rooney get along?
1: Yeah. I think Wayne Rooney has, it seems to me, he seems to have accepted this much diminished role. Sure. Yeah, so, I don't know.
0: Interesting. Well,
1: when does the season start?
0: Late August. Late August, so he's got a couple months to figure things out. Yes
1: can't come soon enough anyways um so uh that's our our third or second story moving on to our third and fourth stories that are kind of combined we'll combine them boy um i don't even know where to start with this so Uh, kylie and
0: kendall jenner are trash and that's where we start (laughs) that's a good
1: start (laughs) Uh, So starting with that premise, (laughs) they decided that it was a good idea to take images of iconic individuals like Tupac Shakur, The Doors, Ozzy Osbourne, Biggie Smalls, and then on t-shirts and then screen over these images with their logo and their faces.
0: Stupid fucking faces, yes. (laughs) Um... So the the two shirts that have caused the most controversy for a variety of reasons are the Tupac and notorious B I G shirts.
1: Although Sharon Osbourne came kind of, she had oh. a very public statement about how uh, Kendall and Kylie were very tone deaf in the use of Ozzy Osbourne's image as well.
0: Well, that's a hundred percent true statement. Um, so with the with the Biggie and Tupac shirts, it's couple of issues one is kind of the more broad ranging accusations that the Jenners and Kardashians appropriate black culture and um, try to pass it off as like their own creations and it's deeply offensive as I understand it to many members of the black community Um, Kendall recently got in trouble uh, with her Pepsi commercial that seemed to be like based on the black lives matter um, uh, movement Uh, where she, like, threw a blonde wig at a black woman who was her assistant, and the face this lady makes is just, it's phenomenal. Um, And then she walks out and creates peace amongst the police and the protesters by handing a cop a Pepsi. And it just did not go over well, got pulled. She had to flee from social media for a while because of the reaction to her. Um, And so that's one thing that has pissed a lot of people off about this t-shirt situation, from our perspective, though, is uh, people who are talking about the law, they did not um, clear any of this with the, any
1: of the estates. Of...
0: Right. And Valletta Wallace, who is um, Notorious B.I.G.'s mother, real name Christopher Wallace, uh, has come out publicly saying that, you know, this is incredibly disrespectful. They never bothered to talk to me um, and they, you know, they have no right to making money off mm-hmm. of these shirts, uh, Mrs. Wallace's statement was, um, I'm not sure who told Kylie Jenner and Kendall Jenner that they had the right to do this. The disrespect of these girls to not even reach out to me or anyone connected to the estate baffles me. I have no idea why they feel they can exploit the deaths of Tupac and my son Christopher to tell- sell a t-shirt. This is disrespectful, disgusting, and exploitation at its worst. Um, so the, uh, Jenners have pulled the shirts, Um, It's not clear to me if they've pulled all of them or just the Tupac and Biggie shirts, because you kind of had the double whammy of them being racist and illegal.
1: Yeah, but (laughs) I think I mean it sounds like at least from Sharon Osbourne's comment, and the only reason why I even know what she says is because Sharon Osbourne has a platform because she's on the View. No, no, The talk. Talk. It's the view
0: knockoff, the something,
1: um, but it doesn't sound like she reached out to the estates of the Osbournes or the members of the Doors either. Um, so well, Ozzy
0: Osbourne's still alive, so yes. they could have just called him. But yes, yeah, but they didn't. They didn't. <laughs>
1: but they chose not to, um, which just seems like bad business. Who would
0: have thought this exactly. was a good idea? Maybe the only thing I can think is if they reached out to the people who like own the copyrights for the underlying photos and thought that was sufficient. Mm-hmm. But um, yeah, I mean, you would think somebody would know enough to say like we might have gotten an okay from the copyright holder of this particular photograph, but to use, like, the image of Notorious B.I.G., we have to find out. We have to run it by his estate. Mm -hmm. Um, So I don't know who they have advising them, um, but it seems like uh, somebody really dropped the ball here. Um, And although they have pulled. These shirts, um, a representative from, uh, the estate of the Notorious B.I.G. has said this is not, that's great, but this doesn't solve the problem that you were selling these t-shirts for $125, $125 by the way. Yeah. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's, this problem is not over for them, so.
1: No, and I really hope that it isn't over for them. No,
0: nor should it be. Um, oh. and it's just, they keep, you know, the Kendall Jenner posted, like, a very Taylor Swift move like, posted a picture of a note from her iPhone on oh. Instagram apologizing mm-hmm. for all this and saying, like, she and Kylie have learned so much. Like, at some point you have to stop learning and just stop fucking up. Like, well, this is... Exactly. They keep making very, very similar mistakes over and over and over mm-hmm. again, and I don't know if it's just, like, a level of entitlement that I can't process or what the hell is going on here, but it just seems like they keep making... Like I I'm repeating myself now, but they keep making the same kind of mistakes...
1: Repeatedly, yeah, these very tone deaf, um, Mm. like completely oblivious to the actual world that Mm. exists, not the world that is around them, but the world that exists for other people. Um, And I was actually struggling earlier with why the story makes me so angry. And it is about the appropriation and it's about like the fact that what they seem to do doesn't like, it doesn't scream legal all the time. But for me it is, I think it is that sense of like we're so much more important than everyone else, which is, I mean, to have, to be like, oh, you know what, this t-shirt's going to sell because it's got a picture of Tupac on it, but more importantly, it's got my picture, like, basically imaged over him with my logo. Like, that makes it somehow, like, more significant. No, you have contributed nothing to society. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why should anyone give a shit that your picture is plastered over his? Like... Yeah, I
0: I just—they do have this air of self-importance about them, and it's like nobody—I mean, people do care, obviously, or they wouldn't be making all this money, but it's like— But people shouldn't care. No, they shouldn't, because they're—I don't know what value they add to the world. I'm just—I'm flummoxed. Um, Well, and what's interesting is— Chloe Kardashian recently got into a fight with somebody, a fashion designer, about ripping off their design. So it seems like this is kind of a theme. Now I'm not sure, not sure where that case landed um, or matter landed. I don't think they had uh, formally filed a lawsuit or anything. But um, basically, like Chloe was saying, I didn't, you know, I didn't rip this design off people. And then the original designer came out and was like showing pictures of (laughs) Chloe Kardashian in her. Oh, in the. Bedazzled jumpsuit is what it looked like to me. I'm sure there's a more technical fashion term for it, but um, but yeah, these they're just they're just awful, and I don't understand why no one has the sense to step in and be like, yeah, this is a fucking terrible idea. Like, mm-hmm. what are you doing? Um, particularly given. Kendall's recent um, incident with, you know, misuse of black culture, misuse is not even a strong enough word, but after what she went through, you'd think they'd be a little more sensitive to getting attacked on social media, if nothing else. But I guess not. It's so, just
1: not... yeah, I mean, I think that it's the, the problem, and I know that uh, it's been discussed on... Maybe some other podcasts really related to sports figures about how they surround themselves but with people who don't say no to them. Right. Who basically don't tell them that things are bad ideas, that they just get yes people around them. So I don't know if that's the problem or maybe they don't care, I don't know, but I just really wish they'd go away. I know,
0: I was thinking recently, I think I'd read a story about a tech executive, who I will not name here because I don't want to get sued, but thinking to myself like, you know, if I were surrounded I just no- I had nobody around me who was ever like, no, that's a terrible idea, like, please mm-hmm. don't do that, or had any, like, restrictions on decisions I could make, like, would I be as crazy as these people are? Like, I don't know. I'd like to believe not, but if there was no one who ever told you, like, that's a bad idea, don't do that.
1: Would and- I think that, like, I would like to say that your inner moral compass would tell you that would still be able to guide you that things are bad ideas.
0: So, like, getting transfusions of the blood of young people so that I could stave (laughs) off death. Somebody would tell, I'd be able to tell myself, like, this is a terrible idea. Don't do that.
1: Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, I don't, yeah, exactly. I don't know how much of your own bullshit you have to start believing before you're like, oh, no, that's, that's totally fine. It's fine. It's great. (laughs) Awesome. Um... So, I'm going to let you talk about this story because... um...
0: Well, because I've often said that if I ever won the lottery and, like, didn't have to have a job anymore, I would use my time to attempt to solve the murders of Tupac and Biggie. Um, I was a huge rap fan as a kid, um, kind of peaked at the time that the two of them were killed in the mid-90s, um, and it's really one of the, like, seminal kind of pop culture events of my childhood was the murder of these two, like, Mm -hmm. rap titans, um, so there's been a lot of speculation. There was an excellent, um, Rolling Stone investigation. God, it may have been 10 years ago, but, um, if you Google it, we'll see if we can find a link to it and put it up on the blog. Um, looking into who, um, who killed these guys, cause there is, there's always been speculation that they were related. Um, there was a lot of speculation that came out that it was somebody involved with the LAPD. Yes. That orchestrated the murders?
1: Uh, there has been conspiracy theories that it was Shug Knight himself because right. of... Uh, you know, Tupac either leaving the label or something related. Yeah, I mean, the conspiracy theories surrounding Tupac and Biggie's death Mm -hmm. abound. And
0: Suge Knight came out and said that, like, Tupac staged his own death. There were um, reports This was even before the internet was, like, a really (laughs) big thing that, like, Tupac and Biggie were, like, living off in Israel. Oh, uh, the one that I read (laughs) that they were living in New Zealand together. Sure, I mean, that, (laughs) I love that. That's something I wish were true, but, um, no, I think they're both definitely dead um but in a recent um uh, affidavit um suge knight apparently has stated that he has known for many years that reggie white right right, excuse me not reggie white the (laughs) wonderful football player who has passed away did not want to sully his memory he had nothing to do with this
1: he had nothing to do with this but he did say that asian people could turn um
0: Oh, yeah, that's fucked up. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so he was misguided. He's a really good football player. Um, Maybe not such a great person.
1: Uh, (laughs) I'm sure this is probably a great person, too. I'm just going to say that he misspoke or maybe just held on to some stereotypes about Asian people that I didn't really appreciate when I was growing up, but I don't think that necessarily diminishes him too much as a human being. So, okay.
0: Um Reggie Wright. Reggie Wright Jr. and his ex-wife Sharitha, I will say it's unclear if the his ex-wife refers to Reggie Wright's ex-wife or Suge Knight's ex-wife because there have been allegations against her that she tried to she was staged this whole thing to try and kill Suge Knight so that she could take over Death Row Records. Oh but that's
1: I up. the way that I read it was Reggie Wright's ex-wife. Right, if not should Knight's ex-wife
0: <laughs> why do they all rhyme um when apparently Wright um at the time of the shooting was the head of security for death row he had been linked to Tupac's death by LAPD former LAPD detective Russell Poole who I think featured quite prominently in that Rolling Stone investigation um and uh as was Knight's ex-wife which is what this might just be shitty reporting, so it's not clear whose ex-wife Sharitha is. Um, but in any event, Knight was apparently the um, intended target of the shooting. And then Tupac was, you know, in between the gunshots and mm-hmm. Suge Knight. Because I think Suge Knight was driving the car that um, he was in. So um, Knight has been in jail since 2015. I want to say we may have discussed his arrest his, when, on an earlier pod. Mm-hmm. Um and he's even been accused of being the um, the killer um, of Tupac. Uh, he also, as part of this affidavit, says that he knows who was involved in the murder of Notorious B.I.G. Um, but that's sort of all the information that has come out at this point. Um, I'm, I would be fascinated to find out who really killed these two guys because it was... Um, devastating at the time and it's you know seems like it's a mystery that's begging to be solved so
1: i i I totally agree with you um i did some googling and sharitha is suge knight's ex-wife okay so
0: that's really bad grammar and comma usage in the bet article You folks should fix that if you're listening.
1: (laughs) Yes, her name is Sharitha Golden. okay. Suge Knight's ex-wife. And
0: speaking of Tupac, um, so his mom, Afeni Shakur, she was a former Black Panther, um, famously uh, part of the song Dear Mama, which is, I think, one of Tupac's biggest hits. But she passed away a few years ago. I would give anything to get her reaction to (laughs) the Jenner sisters misappropriating Uh. her son's (laughs) image, because I think it would be fucking epic, but... um, Anyway, rest in peace, Ms. Shakur. <laughs> uh,
1: yeah, so it's, um, I mean, it's, I think, did Suge Knight say that he was convinced that he should go quote-unquote public with his allegations that um, Reggie Wright and Sharitha were involved because he, did he see a documentary or is it be- because the documentary is coming out I thought there was some publicity surrounding why it's happening now as opposed to like 20 years ago when they were actually investigating these deaths Right, so
0: there is um, a documentary coming out called Tupac Assassination colon Battle for Compton and um, that's apparently uh, what convinced him to disclose this, excuse me, this information the article that I found doesn't say what if this was an affidavit in some court case that, you know, was the reason that he decided to, like, felt compelled to speak up or had an opportunity to, or if he just decided to just... have an official affidavit that <laughs> confirmed right. the details of this documentary, or maybe the documentary makers asked him for it. I'm not totally sure, but um, this reporting is lacking some details. <laughs> but uh, anyway, I was really excited to see that there might be finally a... Um, a crack in this case to figure out what actually happened with these guys
1: although i mean to be fair like russell wright jr was a suspect or at least reggie like, wright R- jr sorry. yes okay <laughs> uh, reggie Wright reggie yeah so it's not like his name has not popped up in sort of um theories or at least amongst the police anyways but i mean so maybe there's still not enough evidence to like, bring charges against him? Right, and I
0: guess there's no statute of limitations on murder. But he no. was murdered in Nevada, so I don't know what those laws require. Um,
1: oh, yeah, I don't know.
0: And how does Suge Knight know? about? Like, it doesn't explain how Suge Knight knows that Reggie Wright and his ex-wife, Suge Knight's ex-wife, were involved in this, except that he just knows. Um, so, maybe they don't have any actual evidence. It's just kind of the words of a... Uh, person who was in prison for attempted murder yes Um,
1: of other people right huh all right well it
0: was also famous for dangling vanilla ice off a balcony so that was
1: a public service yeah Yeah. (laughs) um and uh in our final story we wanted i know that we've talked about it in previous podcasts about giving you um all an update with the Matt Barnes Boogie Cousins uh, fallout from that nightclub um, altercation in December. So, I can't remember which podcast it was, but uh, Matt Barnes and Boogie Cousins were involved in a fight in a New York nightclub in December of 2016. Mm -hmm. And... and Matt Barnes recently, I think that's just this last week, pled guilty to disorderly conduct, um, and his sen- was being and is sentenced to ten days of community service. He was originally charged with assault with an intention to cause injury, and apparently there is the footage of um, the incident that showed that Barnes was the assailant. But he did plead to a lesser to a lesser crime, and will be doing community service. Uh, there is still the civil suit pending against boogie and matt barnes matt barnes who is a world champion by the way right so um piggybacking off of the idea that matt
0: barnes is a world champion um we mostly we wanted to end today um with a plea to mr barnes um so it's our understanding that the golden state warriors as a team have decided that if they are invited to the white house (laughs) that they will not go um, for uh, if anyone who follows the Warriors, um, Steve Kerr, the coach, um, I think Steph Curry and some of the other players, most prominently Steph Curry, um, have spoken out against um, policy changes that have been coming out of the White House, um, you know, anti-immigrant positions. Steph Curry and his wife Aisha actually star in a um, promo video with Lin-Manuel Miranda for his um, uh, fundraising efforts for... Um, I don't know what the program is, but it does offer immigrant assistance, mm-hmm. and you can win tickets to see Hamilton in LA with the Curries, yes, and Lin
1: Manuel Miranda, which right? would be yeah.
0: really awesome. Um, but in any event, uh, while I think you've probably been able to suss out our politics, if you are longtime listeners, um, we really appreciate. I think I speak for both Genevieve and I um, that the Warriors are standing up and saying they don't want to be, you know, props in a photo opportunity with. Um, our current president. Uh, however, there's been s- speculation on the internet and um, mostly jokes on the internet. But I-, I choose to believe that this could happen. That Matt Barnes might just go alone.
1: That. The, yeah, because so it was a tweet right after they won, and basically it was about how the Warriors were, as a team, you know, just debating on whether or not to go. But someone, and I can't remember who it was, basically tweeted that it would just be, it probably would be best for everyone if they just sent Matt Barnes alone.
0: Mr. Um, violence is never the answer, except sometimes it is, um, and I would love to be a fly on the wall. <laughs> It's part of that visit. Um, I'm sure it won't happen, but I can live and hope.
1: (laughs) Yeah. So, I mean, I think that sort of uh, goes to the fact that there has been no invitation extended to the Warriors.
0: Right. I understand that um, Congresswomen Barbara Lee and Nancy Pelosi have Mm -hmm. invited the Warriors to come visit their offices in D.C., but um, no offer has been made from the White House.
1: Um, And I am assuming that none are forthcoming because, you know, it's just been very public. Uh, what the positions are of many very um, high profile lawyers. I mean, even Andre Iguodala Mm -hmm. um, and aside from um, Steve Kerr's uh, very lengthy discussions on issues such as gun control and Mm -hmm. violence among, uh, in the black community and uh, from, you know, perpetrated against the black community by police officers and all of that. I I don't think that they are high on the list of uh, 45 things to do. Right. So, um, Anyway, Matt um, Barnes should just show up he maybe. He should. I you know, he drove like two hours to get Yeah.
0: I mean if he can drive two hours to harass Derek Fisher, he can get across the country yes. to
1: and be I a mean, looming
0: presence around the exactly. White House. And if
1: he's going to be if he's doing community service in New York, he'll be even closer, right?
0: Right. Maybe yeah. he can go like hide in the bushes with Sean Spicer <laughs> and it can all pop out and scare people.
1: Um Related, Derek Fisher has been charged with two counts of DUI for crashing Matt Barnes's car. How do you get charged with two counts in one accident? I'm not really sure, but I thought I read two counts somewhere. Because huh. I thought, oh, that's interesting. Um, but we can probably figure that out before.
0: Again, I really just feel like, um, what's her face? Or, I don't know if it's Gloria Govan or um, Matt Barnes needs to get her cars, the cars that she drives out of, um his name since they are officially divorced now it seems like that'd be a good break
1: to make (laughs) yeah formally charged with two counts don't really um two misdemeanors stemming from his arrest on suspicion of driving under the influence not really sure oh god i knew that was gonna happen one day sorry
0: we're doing internet research (laughs) while we're talking to you and those damn pop-ups
1: probably not a good idea um, we did want to end on uh, Matt Barnes and hopefully his ambassador um, ambassador trip to the White House on behalf of the Golden State Warriors. Um, but anyways, that's from us. And the whole
0: th- Bay Area and our San Francisco values. <laughs>
1: <laughs> um, happy Fourth of July and happy Canada Day. Happy belated Canada Day. Yes. And happy early Bastille Day. Yeah, I guess guess. so. There's so many, so many Independence Days in July. Who knew that July was a hotbed for like, we're asserting
0: our. I guess everyone got like really warm, was like, (laughs) screw it, we gotta end this. (laughs) That's true. Um, but yeah, happy, happy various Independence Days, and we'll be back with you next week. Um, in the meantime, please rate us on iTunes. Please, um, please. I know that at least one listener has reported an issue with iTunes eating her review, um, but please don't give up. Uh, if you want to follow us or contact us on Twitter or Instagram, we are at ufr_bg. You can also check out our website, underfurtherreview-bg.com, or email us at underfurtherreview.bg at gmail.com.
1: Uh, so, so thanks for listening, everyone, and we will be back with you soon. Thanks. Bye.